Hello, Geekscapists. This is Craven the Hunter. I'm one of the greatest Spider-Man villains ever. In fact, I happened to kill Spider-Man in one thrilling encounter. But, things are a little rough right now. I'm not getting the fancy checks like the other Spidey villains from the movies are getting. Well, actually, I'm supposed to be dead right now. But I'm not. You can't kill a good hunter. In fact, I've taken on some odd jobs. I laid brick for a while. And now, I'm sponsoring NetRiver.net, the one-stop shop for all of your internet needs. Please visit NetRiver.net. They're fantastic. 10% off if you use the promotional code Gilmore. He is the next one that I will hunt. Oh, God. I love the taste of blood. Hey guys, welcome to episode 21 of Geekscape. I'm sitting here with Ian Kerner and Brian Gilmore, and the reason is Spider-Man 3. We're going to be talking about the movie. I've got my two good buddies, the Spidey experts next to me. Ian, of course, is the person that I know on this planet to have the most knowledge and appreciation of Spider-Man, period. You've read every issue. You know all the spider stories. You know everything, right? You're, you're basically as close as I'm going to get to a spider expert outside of somebody actually writing the book. Or drawing the book, or working at Marvel. Do you think that's accurate? Well, I mean, you're you're making me lose all sense of humility, but yeah, I've, I've read everything. <laughs> there you go. And uh, Brian, how would you uh, how would you put your spider sense next to uh, My spider sense? Yeah, how would you put it's that next tingling. to him? Well, uh, I uh, I've just loved Spider Man. He's been my favorite superhero for my entire life, and I follow the comic. Going back to 1985. Going back to 1985. Yes, his entire um, life. My entire Higher life, which is extremely long. I started reading comics regularly, collecting several years before he was born. Right, <laughs> and yeah. I. Wait, this is someone who fan. just asked me if I've ever read Frank Miller's Ronin because and I said, there was yeah, a, I read gonna... it before he was born. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding. I've been doing this shit before you were even. This ain't my first sack. rodeo, Haas. Uh, well, right. well, this isn't your first rodeo either. This is episode twenty-one of Geekscape over the next forty-five minutes to an hour. We're gonna, we're going to be bringing you the latest movies, video games, comics. And uh, we can start it right off with Spider-Man 3. Um, should we do the review, or should we do you guys outside the theater first? Um, let's, uh, just before we get the review, let's, uh, let's feel out what people were feeling and what we were feeling uh, right before we actually saw the movie. That's right. We went to the uh, UCLA campus for a Spider-Man midnight screening with the most intense fans. And our good buddy Ben Dunn and Brian Gilmore covered the scene. And uh, here's some excerpts from that whole bit. Oh, yeah. Hey there, Geekscapists. This is Ben Funnelfish Dunn, standing in line at the Spider-Man 3 Midnight Showing. We're going to go along, ask some people some questions, see who the true webheads are. All right, so we found Timon here. How's it going? Uh, he's got his little Spider-Man doll, his Spider-Man hand, and look at that, some Venom action right there. Ooh, Spider-Man keychain. All right, so uh, do you consider yourself a webhead? Yeah, since I was born. Oh, really? So you want to answer some questions? Sure, I'll try. Um, who was his first girlfriend? Gwen Stacy. And, uh, who killed her? Uh, the Green Goblin. Uh, ooh. What's it wrong? Ooh, we got, the, the cameraman's, uh, telling you that you're wrong. Uh, darn. I'm telling you right now, it was Betty Brandt. It was Betty Brandt. I, I was led to believe that it wasn't. So you're wearing the black costume. Yeah, the black costume. 
All right. So where did he get the black costume? Uh, basically, it came from Mars. It was a symbiote costume that, that came from, like, a space landing accident. And is that uh, Yeah. Space landing accident, no. Um, the, there, was, there was a war that was... Secret. Oh, the secret war! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh, right, right, right! Yeah, that, that, that too! That, that too! All right, yeah, you're not, you're not worthy of that. Take it off. I, I don't want to. No, no, I know. Take it off. I, I don't want to. <laughs> this is Ben here with, uh, Richard. Richard, Richard. Now your friends here sacrificed you. They say that you are a webhead. Are you a webhead? Um, not really. They're just making me do this. <laughs> okay, we'll start off with the easy questions then. Easy. Easy questions. Now, um, what is Spider-Man's alter ego? Uh, Peter Parker. Very good. Very good. Now, the uh, symbiote costume had an offspring. Who did it go to, and what is its name? Uh, it, went, it was Carnage, and it went to Cassidus Clay? Something like that. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's actually Muhammad Ali. Which villain... Did Aunt May almost marry? Mysterio? How big is Peter Parker's dick? Ugh. That's Kerr. Well. <laughs> Who's Peter Parker's boss at the Daily Planet? J. Jonah Jameson. Who did he work for at the Empire State University? Did you say Daily Planet, bitch? Daily Bugle. Who's Peter Parker's boss at the Daily Planet? You know that DC sucks, right? Sucks your mom. Um, yeah. Ooh, my mom. Um, she does have a penis, by the way. All right, so here we are. We've actually found the man himself. Spider-Man, how are you tonight? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. You're actually shorter than I expected. Yeah, well, Tobey Maguire's a little short, but... I kind of stunned my growth. I didn't drink enough milk. Yeah, could you describe this shirt that we're wa you're wearing? Yeah, well, there's a lot of money and there's jungle animals, kind of, you know. Those look kind of like um, dinosaurs. Yeah, but jungle, dinosaurs, same thing, you know. Hey, guys. My name is Brian Gilmore, and uh, we are here at uh, opening night, 1201 Spider-Man showing here in Westwood. And I'm here with, uh, look at this line, it, this line is about two blocks long now, and uh, these are basically the last people in line, and we just got some new additions right here, and we were going to hit on you guys, not hit on, but, and so you guys are actually the last people in line, did you guys know that? That's sad. So, do you guys understand that your noses are actually going to bleed from how bad your seats are? Well, I don't care. It's Spider-Man. I don't care. So, um, you guys kind of fucked up. You're at the end of the line. How do you, how do, how do you, how do you, what were you guys doing? Huh? What were you guys doing? <laughs> well, we can't, it's, is this a PG-13 rating or something? Watching the basketball game. Ooh, okay. And we, and he's bluffing, trying to look cool. Caught red-handed. All right. If, if that's true, you just became the gayest guy in this line. <laughs> He was prepping his web fluid, dude. A Thor shirt? For real? Yeah, for real. He's not like one of the yeah, lamest like awesome dudes. What he is. 
What's awesome about him? He's a Norse god of thunder. He That's my penis's name, actually. I, I, yeah. Okay, awesome. How would, how would Woo! Can I get a cheer? Woo! web fluid I have not tasted web fluid shot on my mouth directly why do you have to be such an asshole oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that was us outside of <laughs> that was us outside of UCLA uh, oh, that's at awesome. the midnight screening I uh, went to see it with our good buddies from the forums Brian Gilmore who's right here Ben Funnel Fish over here who's uh, off camera which we is his new last name. I'm sure he loves being constantly referred to as Funnel Fish. Yeah, do you, how, do you like it, buddy? Yeah, what do you, what do you think about Can that? You say it right Can now? you come like in a, here? It's he looks awesome. like a giant fucking pearl. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a compliment. Uh, he was African. It's right? awesome. And the clam was his mama. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. <laughs> nice. That's disgusting and ridiculous. <laughs> John is currently laughing his ass off. We're audio. We're so sorry, audio it's listeners. No, it's an oyster. You just said clam for no reason. No, that was you a were reason. no, no. There was a reason. There was a reason we had clam in there. No, it's an oyster. Just your nickname real fast. No, I'm done. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, I'm just as out of this as you guys are. I have no oh idea God. what they're talking about. I'm so glad you were just thinking of Ben's mom's vagina. All right. So, well, how did you guys? Before we started the episode, <laughs> before and we started this... the episode, when you said you were one in 1986. I, I told you that I would have to go back to the future to like mid-1984 in order to impregnate your mom before your dad did in order to stop you from happening. And I said she was kind of a piece in her time. Though. Oh, she man. was okay. Um, anyway, Spider-Man 3, what would you guys think? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Clean the slate. And your mouth. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 3. Thoughts. Let's start with Ian. What did you think of the movie? It, it's the best action scenes ever. So, starting right away, you know, as a Spider-Man fan, you have to see it. But there are complaints. I know it's going to be right. shocking definitely, here, but, no, you know, definitely. there's some big story complaints. Uh, should we take a, a big view first? Spider-Man, key to the city, big hero, everybody loves him. Come on. That's never been what Spidey's been. Never. He's always never. been the guy who's downtrodden, crapped on by life, and he's always got to get from point A to B to save Aunt May or Mary Jane, and in the middle of it, Doc Ock attacks, or the Rhino attacks, or somebody right. attacks. It's constantly, there's constantly a weight on his shoulder, physically I mean, and socially. And they show that he has some Personally. money issues, but, you know, the thing is, is I understood the idea was they needed to build him up so that it would be believable that he would be so self-possessed that he wouldn't be paying attention to Mary Jane. Okay? Now, by the way, and this is going to be spoilers aplenty, I think we're yeah, all... Guys, oh, no, yeah. Guys, ahead of time. Know, Spoilers we're, galore. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. If this. you haven't seen it, fast forward um, to this This part. is going to be the nitty-gritty. I, I got to say, uh, I didn't see it with these guys. I saw it on IMAX, and when Mary Jane turns and kisses Harry Osborne, the entire theater either went whore or slut. Yeah, same here. I, I got the same reaction. Same here. Yeah, at UCLA, we did the same thing. I'll, I'll say right now that I've seen the movie a second time, and in yesterday's screening, As it me. was more of a kid's audience, more of a family audience. Uh, people didn't laugh at all the bad Harry moments. Yeah, ditto. Because everybody laughed at your screening when Harry was doing the, I love my friends. Yeah. I've got the best friends in the world. And he's kind of cracked out. Yeah. People were cracking up. They weren't taking well, a lot Frank of... Well, James Franco always seen stone. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't taking a lot of the drama seriously. Yeah, The drama in here isn't set up to be taken seriously, and it needs to be. Yeah. Because well, there's so... It was the, the big problem with... I mean, about 20 minutes into the movie, I turned to Ben and I said, you know what? I'm not feeling this at all. I'm feeling like a Spider-Man movie is happening in front of me, 
but it's not happening inside of me or oh. to me. Do you get that? Yeah, I do. I mean, get exactly what you're saying. For a hero that is, the, I don't really want to talk about yeah. what Gilmore gets, but what's happening inside. Right, of right. <laughs> um, what, what, what? Uh, wow. Uh, for 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 the char- for a character that more than any other superhero epitomizes the everyman who right. we are. Right. I could not have felt more removed Detached from, from him. it. Definitely. Well, well, here's the problem. This is the third movie. At least they say two years has gone by. And, and my problem is when you look at Peter Parker, when you look at Spider-Man over the years, and I know some people complain about this, but you know what? He grows up. And I'm going to be a little radical here, although I think you guys might agree, but it's actually time to recast. Because Toby right. doesn't grow up. Oh, God, yeah. And, no. and, and when they're trying to make him seem like a badass because he's influenced by the symbiote, it's fine when he's, when he's in the costume, but when he's not in the costume, he's all, oh, they make his hair all slimy. Yeah, he turns into Pete Went from Fallout Boy. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's pretty bad. You don't yeah, buy it at all. I hate people it's, have it's hair goofy. like that. It's him trying no, Hank. hard. Hank, no. It's, hey, Hank, buddy. I mean, it's really atrocious. And, okay, Kirsten Dunst needs to never sing again. Ever. And she does it yes, twice in this movie. No, but I, but I think that's fine because she's yeah, supposed no, for, to be untalented. The first time that it was fine, so right. then they say, okay, it wasn't good. Right. So then subject us to it again? Well, the thing is that you're supposed to be and you're supposed to kind of – I like that part because it kind of got us uh, – it forced us to get to know that character as a character that was not good at singing, but she enjoys it. And then so you're sort of going but through their lives. But she got cast a Broadway show. Right. That's the part that I'm like, why did she even get cast if she's that bad? But well, for the rest of the time, if she's bad, okay. That's the least of my there worries are, There about are a lot of places in this movie where – I mean I think the script – had it gone through one or two more really solid drafts, because it didn't go through the people who... I mean, Alvin Sargent did the last draft of Spider-Man 2, but before that, it went through Millar and Go, the dudes who do uh, Smallville. Smallville. Mm-hmm. It went through Michael Chabon. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 the Spider-Man 2 script got a pounding. I feel as, this, as, as if this one didn't. No, and they throw just... the kitchen sink into this, and uh. in trying to do everything, they, do, they accomplish nothing. No, I feel and that, the, yeah. la- well, the lazy moments in this script, I mean... If you were running a nuclear test facility, would you have your guys show up in the middle of the night? It's and, just a bird. Uh, in the middle of nowhere, and right. I mean, in the middle of New Jersey swamp. You're running a test at two a.m. Okay, uh, particle physics test. I mean, the fact that the, the excuse the, me, you say the, nothing the of, of barring from right the incredible Hulk origin. Yeah, I mean, there was. I mean, I mean hello. It, from what you can tell about Aunt May's life, she only visits Peter at two a.m. I mean, <laughs> the times in the script where she has to visit Peter. They happen in the middle of the night. They do. And you're weirded out by it. I'm like, okay, well, she's making a... Like, did she just get done with a booty call? <laughs> Why is Aunt May out? Why is Aunt May out at 4 a.m. visiting Peter? You know? Yeah. I mean, that's a that's just lazy writing. You need to sandwich it between hitting Mary Jane at the jazz club and ending up at the church. Or, you know, you have to, yeah. you have to put it in that one night. Yeah, well, no and matter what. in doing what, so, you force Aunt May to visit him at 2 a.m. Right, but either way, I mean, uh, going back to the lazy writing, I mean, just the whole story in general. The movie, to me, at least, in general, felt like Sam Raimi is tired of Spider-Man. He loves the character, and he loves everything he's done with it so far, but it seems like he is tired of doing this, and he wants to move on with his life. Because I know he had a kid uh, during the production, and he's gotten to spend no time with his kid. And he, I, I think that he's just basically pumping out. I love how you're psychoanalyzing out. the yeah, I, No, but I'm, but I'm saying, but I'm saying I, the way it felt, it, the movie, to me, felt rushed. It felt really rushed. I, I don't feel that. I think that the problem is that, you know, there was a lot of talk about this being a trilogy, and there was a really strong effort to bring it all together. Right. This whole idea, I mean, first of all, after the first two movies, 
they had to go with Harry, you know, and Harry going, becoming the Goblin. Right. And then they felt the need to tie it all together by creating a reason why there might even be a thought that MJ and Harry would be back together. There were some emotions there. By the way, they do that whole setup. They have the kiss. He then goes, just twists, turns on it right away. Yeah. And they never deal with that again. There's not even yeah. a conversation. I mean, before Harry dies, you know, could he at least say to Peter... By the way, it wasn't MJ. You know, that didn't really happen. There was just right. nothing. There's no conversation. It's not even a resolved plotline. Okay? Yeah, the tongues but, are all over. I think you had the best description of the movie. You no, said but it, he, it's schizophrenic. Yeah. The movie it is very much schizo. Is. No, it's, but it's got, I, when it's I, got when I, tone I, problems. We're getting... Uh, I thought that initially... It, they're, they're a symbiote. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that initially, but there's at some point where um, Peter kind of realizes that MJ... Um, she wasn't being authentic when he broke up with her when he says to Harry, what did you do to her? And then so I think in that moment, seeing it the second time, I'm like, oh, okay, so that was kind of resolved. I don't feel that he thought it was that she was not being authentic per se. I mean, I, I think, you know, going back and looking at it, maybe you could read that in because, just because you want to. Right. But, but I mean, I, I think we're making excuses. But the best part of that scene, though, where she's breaking – where she's fake breaking up with Peter – is that she's saying something because the goblin is making her say this. Yes. But at the same time, there are things that she's actually been feeling. But, but here, here's my problem. Do we truly have a sense that he, why he's making her? Is she afraid for her own life? I mean, he yeah. grabs her next thing we see her doing it. I mean, at least right. you know, on Smallville right now, okay, Lana married Lex Luthor because Lionel threatened Clark's life. And you buy it. You buy that You know, she believes that, okay, Lionel knows exactly what can hurt Clark yeah. okay and I mean it, it seemed to me that it could have taken another couple of lines to establish something there and they're not there right, right. I thought that whole scene was unbelievable because what stops Mary Jane from saying okay Harry just threatened me Peter has Kick spent his the ass. last six years putting assholes like this down right yeah. why wouldn't I mean, she two be like, years in the story but fine I mean why, would, why wouldn't she just go to Peter and say listen Creepshow's freaking out over here Take his, his ass, ass exactly, Fucking, exactly. You know. He already knows that you know everyone's secret. So and what, he what just yeah, and he not not just what like a few days before that had put him in the hospital. Right. Like what is I don't let's, know what she thinks that he can hurt himself. Let's so talk about the Venom thing because Venom for me has always been a lame duck character. I've okay. never I've never it, it's he's never struck a chord. Right. And Sam Raimi agrees with you, and works. I think it I think he's a lame duck character. I think he's a forced character, and and he's kind of. Okay, Batman does the Dark Knight Returns. Comics start to go dark. They introduce this dark aspect to the Spider-Man universe with Venom. And, well, uh, that's not actually what happened. Right. But it, it, all, it always seems to me like it was when comics started going edgy, Venom became a very prominent no, character. Look, 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 you know what look, I mean? Look, what happened was, you know, I mean, we all know the Secret Wars happened. It was right. a really big deal about Spider-Man in a black costume. They came up with the symbiote right. thing, which they dragged out sure. for a bit. Right. You know, although they actually launched a whole other comic line for Spider-Man, they launched Web of Spider-Man off of the final confrontation it was supposed to be with the costume. And it was meant to be the final confrontation. They fight in the church, they have the whole church bell thing, that happens. There's no Eddie Brock there. Right. Eddie Brock was a character that was introduced out of the Sin Eater storyline that Peter David had written with the death of Gene DeWolf. And, and he was a disgraced character. And they walk away from it for a while. Okay? And David Michelini, who was a fantastic Spider-Man writer, wrote right. the character for a long, long time. He just had kind of teased it when I was Spider-Man number 24 over this idea of someone pushed Peter into, you know, an oncoming train and the Spider-Sense didn't go off. And again, they step away for a while. And, you know, when he came up the character, I understand what you're saying, this idea of someone dark, but it, it, it has nothing to do with Dark Knight Returns and all that. I mean, it's actually, it, it's several years later. 
You know, it was kind of this interesting dark idea, the symbio thing. I mean, honestly, it's McFarlane kind of copied this whole symbio thing for Spawn. Uh-huh. You know, um, it, visually it was amazing. You know, I mean, McFarlane, visually it worked. McFarlane went to town, and, and and Venom has his places. The fact that they rush through Venom and then they just kill him outright so easily. And that was my big problem. Well, said, my, you know, I, I understand what, what what you're saying about it just being maybe overly dark, but they didn't really didn't develop it because I mean, the other doesn't even really have a true consciousness, right? And that's what gets interesting about Venom that there really is something going on there. It's really that crazed. Um, by the way, as much as I love the effects and all that, explain to me a why Topher's actual teeth get all fucking weird because you know I get that Venom has the chompers, right? But the, Eddie Brock shouldn't. The, the, Eddie, the, the eyebrow yeah. thing. Well, yeah, and the, the other thing, you know, I know a lot of people, a lot of us that are purists, we said, all right, the great idea about Venom was that when the symbiote goes on him, he has Spider-Man's powers. But Eddie Brock is, gets, is this big bodybuilder, right. and he wasn't always, but he starts doing that because it makes him that much stronger. So he's clearly outclassed the Spider-Man in strength. Right. You know? And yet here, to be true to it visually, once Eddie has the symbiote, he gets really big. Although, yeah. don't know why, didn't make Peter any bigger. Although, actually, having said that, now, did if everyone it, now, notice if that it enhances your evil inner self, yeah, well, could that be represented physically? Sure, but yeah. that's also that's well, speaking well, the for thing the is that, well, But that didn't yeah. happen to Spider-Man. Right. I saw this with a family yesterday, again, in the IMAX. Just a random Not yours. I just, no, I just, I walked, I, I leached onto a family while they were all showering, and I that's, followed them to a theater. And, um, no, I saw this with my friend's family. My friend, my friend Jason graduated yesterday, and... High school? I saw him, um, middle school, actually. <laughs> it's his and, uh, it's my, yeah, it's my girlfriend. Thank you. Uh, it's boyfriend. Middle school. And so. <laughs> Are you unclear about what? That giggle is what does it. it. Yeah, you like my giggle? Yeah. Anyways, I saw it with a family. <laughs> and basically, none of. They were all asking me questions galore on their way out. We bring in the continuity of the comics. We understand who Venom is. We understand everything that's going on in this film because we He's know the comic jizz. books really well. Yeah. That's what I call them. You speak what? I just call them space jizz. Okay. Well. Space jizz. Wow. Okay, and so then... <laughs> but the thing is that they didn't really explain any of this very well. Like you're saying, why is this black goo even here? Where did it come from? Like, I thought they at least maybe would have explained that a little I, more. I, I don't have that much of a problem with that. Clearly, it's some kind of alien thing, you know. The idea... I mean, look, they have Dr. Carcanos in there. Great. Shout out to the lizard. Right. You know, he analyzes it. It reacts to, to emotion. That's kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, my, my problem is is that we don't have a sense like like the true character in comics that it actually has an alien intelligence. Right. I mean, why is it that it goes from Peter where it's it's on him, whatever, and suddenly once it gets on Eddie, it's really this massively evil thing. I guess it's because it, it's his aggression is supposed to be greater, mm-hmm. you know, because he's inherently a bad guy. I mean, listen, you know, from the casting standpoint, I got that they were trying to go with someone who was very much like Peter. So right. he shouldn't have been that much bigger than Peter. Right. So there was more of a dark Spider-Man. Yeah. At the same time, you know, you want Venom to be bigger, but I, I don't really see why and how. Right. And speaking of Eddie Brock, <laughs> um, all right. So Peter's now this really bad guy who's only out for himself. Let's talk about okay, that. We're supposed okay, to let's talk about emo that Peter. That sequence was god off. Wait, all I liked it. Bad, but, but, wait, well, all right, all right. I liked it. The the the, the staying alive sequence. The sequence loved it. No, it's it, it starts off interesting where he's just more confident and, and women are going, oh, look at him, yeah. it's kind of interesting. But then when he really takes it like over the top, I, I think what they're trying to go with there is that this is Peter's idea. Of being aggressive and all that, exactly. And, and they're keeping him as a cornball. That's part of what I don't like because I feel that Peter Parker grows up and matures as Spider-Man, and 
the movies don't want him to. I mean, much more than the second or even the first, he's a goofy nerd. Right. And but I, once I again, once again, though, every man thing. But you know, that's not the every man that Spider Man is. That, that's that's the guy that Peter was initially. He's a nerd. Uh-huh. But, you know, the wisecracks and all that do become a part of his everyday life. And, and they do. But once again, we're also oh, – we're, we're so bringing in the continuity from the comics. But the movie-verse, the film-verse or whatever you want to call it, they actually – like this is a whole string of Spider-Man fans. For example, like you guys just saw in the footage and like we saw online uh, opening night, there's a bunch of people who have never read a Spider-Man comic yet are huge Spider-Man fans. Yes. And so what they're doing is they're bringing in this whole other universe in which they're creating. Yeah. It's essentially kind of the nature of the character of Peter Parker, but it's not the exact same Peter Parker. Do you like the film now? And we can't exactly. Um, I know John and I. Having we didn't say it, anything. Ha- having seen it twice, do you do you like the movie more now? I like the movie more coming out of it the second time, but I, I still agreed. I, I need to see it a second I time. Think, you really I, need to I, I see think it's it twice. A severely flawed movie, definitely. But having seen it again, I start to understand it a little more for exactly. what it is. I'm very happy to possibly see a Spider-Man four. I don't Me think too. that this is a, a franchise killer. Like, but I would three. think we need we. I think we need a new team though. If we were to get sure. anything, we need an entire. I want. I don't even want Sam Raimi on this. How dare you? I'm done with Sam. No, Raimi I, I don't Spider-Man. feel that because I have to say that. And, and for all the negative I'm saying, I'm going to say I still love the movie because it's the best fucking action scene. The action sequences were definitely you, you the best parts about this movie. You honestly think that there's an action scene in this movie that was the equivalent of the subway train sequence in the second film? First of all, Hell just yeah. really think that there was one that was nearly that good? Well, 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 I liked well, Go ahead. No, you know what the problem with this movie is? And it's it's true of, of the action scenes as well as the movie itself. Is it doesn't resonate emotionally. All right, I'm exactly. going to say something right, right now. Right. All right, and it's going it's to show me. It's going to show my sensitive side. But both of the first two Spider-Man films, I get emotionally involved in those. No, I, the I, agree. The first I think everyone on this couch agrees with no, me. At the Definitely. end of the first one, when he's walking away from Mary Jane, you know, after the funeral. It's amazing. And it's like, I just, I'm upset. There's a subtle moment that a lot of people miss at the end of Spider-Man 2. It's go get him, Tiger, and he swings off. And then Raimi brings the camera back to Mary Jane, and she's melancholy. Yeah, that's she realizes, amazing. look at what her life is. And you know what? Play up on that and play up on her jealousies, okay, about you could have done her having issues with Peter and Spider-Man, but just her jealousy of him not being there. You didn't have to make him so self-possessed, look, I'm so famous. Right. Okay. I appreciate well, it. That's, that's the thing, though. He used to be—he used to be a huge. It's very expositional geek. writing. Like, it it is. Like but once again, going back to the film verse yeah. argument, like that, really, this—the Peter Parker in the movies has been such a geek, and every—and the public was has been against him. Uh, J, you know, Jonah Jameson has yeah. always has been trying to do it, but finally. Everything's going right for him. Like, I think we're, they really sort of overdo it at the beginning of the film. Everything's peachy mm-hmm. fucking keen the entire beginning of the movie. Um, days like that. And, yeah, and it's, well, no, and, the, and it's the fine. The point of that is to, the, set up the, it's to set up the dichotomy between right, him def- and Mary Jane. Right, and of that, course. You know, and he's, why he would be so full of himself. Right. Yeah, no, of course. But I'm saying that he finally everything's going right for him. So I think just like I would at least – this is why I connect so well to Peter Parker in this movie. Is um, his ass. Yeah. Um, is, is the that, emo hairdo? Is yeah. the emo hairdo. Hair. And actually, when we went in, if you guys saw the footage, I was wearing the exact same thing that he's wearing when he turns evil. That's ridiculous. Anyways, um, the thing that I bring in is that if he's I had like that much... Girls. If I had that much... If I had that much fame and that much everything going, I do think that, theoretically, I would get... Like you would appreciate it to the point where if you've never had anything like that before and you've always been hated and the one thing the one thankless job that you do finally has a thank 
It's like, but it stops being a curse at that's that point. Great. Well, no, and that's just it. No, I agree with you that his reaction might be understandable. The point is that that they went that way at all. That that's my yeah. issue. I don't have an issue with that. Peter Parker would react the way. Look at all the fame I'm having and get a little self possessed. I just it's not true to the comic, and I'm not saying a film has to be. But there right. were other ways to do it. I think in true form of the comic, Mary Jane has had issues with him as Spider Man and. Her having her own life oh, and him not paying attention. That's what's gone on in the comic before. And, and that could have worked just fine. The fact that she needs someone. I mean, I actually felt it was set up. Can you put her first? And no, you know what? It could have just been the typical, the true to the comic idea that his sense of responsibility, he has to be out there right. fighting criminals. And everyone, you know, hates him for it. You know, everything is so negative. You know, and at the same time, you know, she could not be okay with that. You know, and that could cause problems, and he could not be there for her because he's off fighting people. That would have worked fine, but no, here, I almost felt like they were kind of catering to like women that might be in the audience mm-hmm. by saying, oh, here's my boyfriend who's self-possessed, and he's right. being a dick. Right, no, they definitely you know, were, but they play, that, they play that up uh, a lot in the movie. Cater to women, but, or I mean, bring you back. Yeah. <laughs> bring it back to the entire to, no to, the, to the entire movie in general, mm-hmm. though. My biggest problem with it is that once again, it felt very rushed. the The third act, the the third where you know Sandman and Venom team up, and everything, you know, they they make this whole yeah. huge thing of this. Construction and Harry's site. dramatic change comes at the prompting of his exactly. weird ass fucking yeah. Butler. I'm sorry, that was Bill Paxton's dad, right? Yeah. Is he dead? Bill Paxton's dad? Yeah. No. Oh, okay, I thought he was dead for some reason. Um, well, well, is, is, uh, as an actor, yes. Well, <laughs> as well, yeah. his career should be over. Hold on, but um, and that was a re- yeah, that was a really really lame scene. But anyways, it seems like Thank they're wow. like, all right, we really need to tie this all together. We have no idea how. Let's just throw in a ridiculous like ending scene, like a abandoned warehouse scene. You know, just one of those culminating. Everything is going to come together. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that they even had the newscaster saying, and oh, just in the nick of the time, she was so freaking hot. Was- Terrible. But she was she, really hot. She was ridiculous. True. And the, but she was but, like, I well, wanted to shut her mouth. Just in the nick of time, right when you thought <laughs> it's that like everything. You said, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, like <laughs> what Ben Funnelfish Dunn said, and uh, he goes, This movie was like a hot chick. She's amazing to look at, but you just want her to shut her mouth. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Chase. And I see, Chase. But Chase. Well, we're having Keep some dog coming problems. Off the couch. Sorry, guys. Anyways. Um. He just wants to bark at the it door. Came out of nowhere. And they said, um, he's gonna save the day as if coming out of nowhere. It's sincerely like they just squeeze it in. They just squeeze that in. They're like, Okay, we need to do this somehow, this is how we're gonna do it. And like even the opening where um you have is just like this is all seemed I mean, why? Why a huge venom spider uh, spider web like caught there's a taxi caught? Why would they keep her in the taxi? <laughs> like why would they need, I mean there's just so many things wrong with this movie because it seemed so rushed, but the thing is that I grew up with Spider Man. I love Spider Man and I can't help but just have that kid in me come out during the action sequences. There was a lot where, more coming out next, to, sitting next to me in the and then so you fucking creep. Oh my god! Hey, let's can, so we, let's, can, ta- let's can talk we, about the best thing in the movie. The best, which was probably the most extraneous thing the in the movie. movie. Oh my god! It was by oh, far the best. If you, when if you're Dallas not Howard comes on screen for the first time, oh, you're done. You're I'm in done. Love with her. I am Ben Dunn. Yeah, I sincerely. From then on, Mary Jane just looks like a. Decrepit hag. Well, no, she looks she a little. Has. No, she no, she, she looks more. She looks more homey. She looks like the difference between like a girl coming um, like to your door all dressed up, and then your girlfriend on the couch. I mean, they're still both hot, but 
The girl, the a different girl ways. Indoors a little more You're exciting. like, yeah, let me get out the Dude, door for a little while. She was amazing. At oh this. my god! I think I said this when. Didn't uh, she look? I mean, she looked amazing. And the coolest part I is was that she was expecting her to be the tarred mute from those Shyamalan movies <laughs> because. Dude, that's all I know her as is right. the card music. But have you noticed blind but you know like, what? girl from the Shyamalan movie. You know what's kind of weird though? Amazing in this. Yeah, what the not. fuck does she look like? She looks different in all three movies yeah, that she, she's she been in. She has red hair. No, she looks like Ron Howard, but I'm saying oh, she like she know. looks like a Don't do that. <laughs> Dude. Do not. She's don't a do balding any of she's us. a balding eared man. Um but she but she's like really I I enjoy that yes you know the handles, but what you the fuck? <laughs> no but sincerely though Bryce Dallas Howard is one of the reasons to watch this movie. She's not just standard you know amazing supermodel hot. She's like kind of thick. She does nothing in the movie. Yeah no she didn't even need to be in the but movie. She kind of walks through. I mean she has her. Yeah. And I mean we're not even gonna talk about the contrivance that she's Peter's laugh partner and she's right. also the girl he saves and she's the police chief's daughter which is true to the comic. Right. But, you know, and that was I great mean, casting no, for no, Captain uh, Stacy. And, and now here's the thing. You Another know, extraneous role. And, and for all the complaints, Definitely. like, you know, I got to say, Gilmore, you, you said that it seems like Sam Raimi's tired of Spider Man. I don't agree with you no. because there's a lot of effort. There's a lot of subtle things that are nods to comics. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, for instance, when, when Spidey first comes and saves Gwen Stacy, and you have that shot of Captain Stacy down on the ground and, you know, things are falling off the building, right. it's a total nod. To how Captain Stacy is this supposed right. to die? Yeah. I was surprised so, that nobody died. That, that, that both of the Stacys are still alive. Yeah, they, they got they got they, they're signed for a couple more movies. So oh my god, really? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing Bryce. I wouldn't again. mind seeing another, uh, another oh, Spider-Man movie. And, and don't waste uh, Cromwell. You know, br- bring him back in and make him a little more. Are fun. you exactly? But yeah, even that, no, no, no I, okay, I just want to say I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk over you, but, but I can. You know, to, to cast James Damn. Cromwell <laughs> as Captain Stacy. And, you know, it just makes me think about way, the way they could have gone with this movie. You know, they could have had it really be a hunt for Spider-Man. You know, even in the black costume, let him be hunted, you know. Let people, I think... Some people hate him. Yeah, I think okay. that, you know, let it be right. that at the beginning people are unsure because the Bugle's still running the smear campaign. Right. And then he goes black and they really don't like him. And, and let Captain Stacy know better. That would have been a better arc than showing... The, the, the problem with, with, with where Peter goes in figuring out that the the symbiote's hurting him is that he does it as Peter. He hits Mary Jane. Sure, we got that beat, but we have. I mean, but, 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 but we also. But we also have. Uh, how dare you? But we also have. We also have. Oh we also God. have. Uh, we have Ian here we also have condoning Peter. domestic yeah. abuse. No, I'm we, we, not. we also yeah, have Peter exploding Harry's face. We also have. Well, we have fine, though. That right. was fine. Right. We have Peter doing a lot of bad things as Peter, uh-huh. as Spider Man in the black suit. He doesn't really do too many bad things. We needed to see He does see the that. bad thing though. He thinks he does the bad thing. He thinks he killed Sandman. And then when Aunt, and then he's proud of it. And then he doesn't realize that he's finally killed someone. When Aunt May says like Spider-Man doesn't enough. kill people. Spider-Man doesn't kill people. But I mean you know that's the, the photos thing, though. that 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 is, are shown at the Daily Bugle where it shows him in the black suit doing bad things. I wish we would have seen those scenes of him kind of out of control and at the. At, I don't remember the, that at all. I don't think the, that was there's in a there. scene where, where they show photos to J. Jonah Jameson. He's picking up, you know, Robbie Robertson. He's picking up cars. He's doing all these things as a black. Oh, scene, right. In the black right. suit. I wish we would have seen. We could have done more at, of him, him enraged and careless. <laughs> right. Right. Definitely. Like, we could have like, seen that more. Like and injuring or accidentally reali- killing crooks. Then I think the realization right. would have been. It would have said more about what the suit a- does. A- to and you. speaking Definitely. of. All right. I'm sorry, but the idea that. Eddie Brock, you know, completely doctored photos and 
Oh, only a bad Peter Parker would turn him in? Uh, I'm sorry, the guy deserved to be turned in. What's the guy so did bad deserve, about that? The guy did deserve to be turned in, but an, uh, a regular Peter Parker, I think, would have been slightly more of a doormat and would have let him have his thing and well, eventually got in there. My, but, my problem with that is the message to the audience isn't that either the message is, oh, only bad people would actually stand up for themselves. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But or the thing is that, is that he's not supposed not to be bad. He's supposed like to be an altered version of himself that, that brings out the most aggressive qualities of him. And then so he he would have done it in, I think, more time. But in this instance, he so, does it. Well, one of your big concerns going into the movie, Ian, was the revisionist stuff about um, Sandman. about the Sandman yeah. having killed hate Uncle Ben. That. Do you still hate it? Have you seen I, the movie? I, I you didn't think that worked at all. I, I didn't think it worked because, again, this is trying to bring a certain kind of pathos and and personal investment in the character and what's going on. It's trying to tie it all together as a trilogy, and I don't think it's necessary. And I I can't stand the, oh, I forgive you, whiny, let's all cry and be Mm -hmm. friends, kumbaya moment. And then Sandman flies away. I wanted him to form a a happy face as he's floating away and wink at him and go, yes. You know, uh, but, but did you think? Start coming did, you, did you think? Uh, but did you think he did a great job, though? Thomas Hayden. Thomas Church. Hayden. Church. He did as well he, as he could he, have. He was absolutely wonderful. He was as well he, as he, he could was have. Perfect as Sandman. He was perfect casting. It looked great. The and again, the effects. Wait, but? the effects were amazing. Yeah, they were. I mean, it's unbelievable. I sincere, do you and think they're going to win that Oscar? Tab. I sincerely think I they're. Hope so. I think they're going to win the Oscar for the scene where Sandman is realizing what he is, and they just have that sand flowing, and the score is actually beautiful. Well, you in that part. That effects, and I'm thinking back to the Abyss when we first saw you know James Cameron play with that water technology <laughs> and all that, you know. And I mean, yeah, that was 20 years ago, but right. wow, who would have thought? You know, again, he did it in T2, but this is taking it so beyond that. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. So far away from that stuff. Yeah. Oh, that it, it's if, just it, the, the level of yeah, detail, it really is. It is. He's a man of sand. Definitely. <laughs> so, uh, but, is, you but buy if it. I it but look fake at all. One other thing that bothered me about this uh, film, other than the script, was. Um, Danny Elfman didn't do it. They they brought back a lot of the Danny Elfman themes in which Danny Elfman, like if you see the credits, like all these songs are by Danny Elfman, but these are all, when Danny Elfman wrote, wrote yeah. the score for the last two Spider-Man movies, he tied a certain theme to each character, right. as a lot of composers right. do. Um, but they reused those themes for every single character, and the only new theme that we really had was the beautiful Sandman sequence, but the ridiculous... Like... Venom or Evil Peter right. um, song. That was all this guy had to bring to the table, and it's what distracted me, and it's part of what didn't make you me were like distracted. By it? I was distracted and irked by it. I thought I'm like, wow, Danny Elfman could have done something so much better with that, with that, with those dark moments. I mean, I thought a lot of it was just like, God, just get rid of that theme. We don't need to hear that theme twenty times. It's an interesting point. I think one thing that most critics are complaining about is there's a lot going on. I have friends who are big fans who walked in right away and went. Oh, three villains in one movie, it's going to be a problem. And here's the it thing. Was. As a comic fan, you know, I read several Spider-Man comics Dude, the a month. Sinister Six are staple in the Spider-Man universe? Like, I don't right. see what, like, yeah. I well, don't no, think no, that's no, a problem. No, 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 here's the thing. Right. And, and this is where it gets tricky. Movie. When you look at the movie and, all right, and they almost had to bring them together because otherwise there's no point. It's almost like, yeah, you're reading several different comics a month where there's different things going on. And, and, and at the moment, I'm forgiving this a little bit where I'm going, it's just, if the movie is just a slice of his life and this is what's going on in it, fine. But that's the problem. It's either choose that or choose to make it tight, but it's half-ass. It's at one moment, Definitely. it's just a slice of his life, and then we have to bring it together because this has to have some overreaching arc. 
You know, it, it can't decide which to do, or at the very least, when it does bring it together, I it's I don't buy it. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, point right. of fact, what we were just talking about about that scene at the end, it's well, he has to forgive him. Did, did was right. it even? It was only necessary that he be involved in killing his uncle just so that there's an emotional resonance to it. And look, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's what script writing's supposed to be. The character's supposed to develop. Right. You're supposed to have an arc. And right, get definitely. But and... I mean, and you are because it's a movie. It's not a comic book. A comic books can go on forever, just kind of like this conversation. But there's also, I mean, the movies that really do need to be cohesive, and I don't think they get, did a good job of this. And I think that's because even though comics do have a lot of villains at the same time, you can squeeze in as much as you want because you could always just extend. You could extend things into years right yes um, and so that's what my audience and so doing. what <laughs> definitely but um <laughs> but just to bring it back um just the entire movie i would say it's worth seeing it's a great movie in that it has the best action sequences out of any spider-man movie or any superhero movie actually that it, i've awesome. ever seen uh, awesome. just it just as far as action sequence just as far as aqu- action series, actually you know what ben dunn ben dunn just ben dunn just no ben dunn just it is ben, i i just changed my mind ben dunn just changed my mind the Blade series has amazing action sequences. You know why? Because they're very 90s. They're not all CG. They have stunts. Yeah. They have a lot of stunts. And that's why my favorite fight sequence in this was when Peter and Harry were fighting with along yes. with the jazz music. But it was one of the music. lamest sequences in the movie, in my opinion. I loved it. Why did you not like it? When they're fighting in, yeah. in, in the... In the beginning? In the mansion. In the mansion. Oh, in the mansion? No, I, I didn't like that, that one that much. I love In the that. beginning, no. fine. In no, the, 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 the mansion, it's like, fight, we've, been in the, awesome. we've had this beat a million times I like that already. because it was a gritty fight. Yeah. It was a gritty fight, and there was minimal CG, and it was fun. I disagree completely. First of all... You brass Again, excuse me. It was clear in the movie that Tobey Maguire has not been working out like he used to. There's shots when, you know, he's beat up and he's on the ground. And I was like, yeah, it's a body double because I believe that guy's Spider-Man, you know? And the problem with that scene is he's not in the costume, and I just I don't believe it. No. All right. Okay. But I'm going to whip bring your it, ass. But, like, but bringing back the one, thing, three. the one thing <laughs> I would have... And pudgy. Yeah. The one thing I would have changed about this movie... Just overall, the company I kept when I went to see it is the company. I wouldn't have been to see it with John going. Oh, she's so smoking hot every time Bryce Dallas Howard came on the <laughs> we'll screen. Stop doing I was that. right there with him though. Yeah, she oh god damn, hot. that's a reason to see that shit. Anyways, dude, but I like that. Tar, I would have had. I would have had. I would have had <laughs> a good. Go back and see the village. A lot naked. of people have been saying this. <laughs> I want a whole. They should have just made Venom a whole movie in of himself, and that would have been enough. Either that or combine him. I think Sandman didn't belong in this film and would not belong in a film for a while. I do not care about the. I don't care about the character. I I really never have, and I really just kind of want. I would have much rather seen them bank on the character that they've been developing for the last two and now three fucking movies, which is Doctor Kurt Connors, the Reptile. That is such lizard. Yeah, I'm sorry, the lizard. How many Spider-Man books have you read? That's such (laughs) an emotionally compelling story. Yeah, I would it's have like liked to see the lizard. Such yeah. a great story that he has, where he has to balance out, um, you know, wanting his limbs back and you know developing his science at the same time as trying to stay with his family but not endangering his family. That's such a great story, and they've yeah. been developing it for two movies. Why not go into that? So, um, should we bring this to a close? We should bring this to a close. I think good movie. See it has a lot of problems. If you're not a Spider-Man fan, you're probably not going to like it very much. At least not as much as the other two. It's very rushed, and that's my overall thing. Go ahead. I think that, yes, see it. It's not the same level. The first two Spider-Man movies are really, really great films, and and this is lacking as a film, Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of fun. 
anyway. For all of its flaws, it's still fun. It's the action is really great. Well, I agree um, with you guys, VJ. Worst movie ever. Worst movie ever. ever. And that's like I said, if you're not a Spider-Man fan, VJ will never get over the fact that uh, you went to see Silent Hill twice in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. That will always taint your reviews, and you know it. Taint. Uh, All right. Moving on. So so Gilmore, go ahead and drop us the news. Gilmore was nice enough to go on Geekscape.net. My internet's been down, which has been a problem with uh, getting episodes up for you guys, and I apologize. We're streamlining the site. I brought in a new coder. I have a new producer for the site. The, the site's been in yeah. some changes. It's in an interim period. But let me tell you, I would have given up a long time ago had it not been for this guy right here. And that guy right there, this guy right here, and Ian's been here. And the, the, hope, that Ian, the, the hope that Ian would be back. I said, you know what? We can't give it up. Ian's got to yeah. come back. We're going to uh, keep going. It's an we're gonna interim keep going. period, and it's going to be awesome. Pretty soon, it's going to be even better. Than well, I'm excited. I mean, we have a new guy. Fucking stumped uh, off my ass. You know, All right, should I, the, we maybe go on yeah. with some topics instead of just like... I'll talk about the site on the, yeah, site, we'll, on the site. Yeah, all right. So anyways, Liv Tyler has just, been, uh, has just joined the cast of The Incredible Hulk. What do you think of that? She's, of course, going to be Betty. What do you think? She's a Betty. Works for me. She's a Betty. Is she more of a Betty than uh, Jennifer Connelly? Jennifer Connelly was. You know, it, it's not about more or less. It's about yeah. you know what they're going to do with the movie. Basically, I think. Yeah, you, you can finish this. No, sentences. no, thanks. Per- finish each per- other's personally, I always had a bigger crush on Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, right. but you know what? The movie's being recast. I'm perfectly fine with Liv Tyler in the role. Edward Norton. They nailed it's amazing. Norton. They nailed it's it. Inc- these, it's these so incredible that they've gotten are coming it. out so well. Yeah, yeah. The well, films the, that they're the handling, I can't wait for these movies. Hopefully, it's great. Hopefully, I, can, I, mean, I can't I, believe we the haven't really seen it. Seen any of them? So I don't know yet. Right. But so but, far, but, they but, sound like they might be good. The casting—they're knocking it out of the park. They really are. They really are. I mean, with the Iron Man, the Iron Man looks great. Yeah, Iron Man looks great. That's a, that's a, that's another bit of news. I yeah. think the we Iron Man. We finally cost, see the costume. We finally saw the Iron no, Man no, costume. This awesome! Is, this is it looks Rick amazing. Costume, right? Rick Baker is doing the 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 costuming on this. Uh, I remember. I, I don't remember exactly who it was, but I remember reading something no, it that wasn't Rick Baker. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it was, might have um, been. It wasn't just one guy. I heard that no one is taking. No one person's taking credit Rick for Baker the design of the that, costume. He did that amazing Planet of the Apes costuming that never. Made it anywhere because the right. story was terrible. Okay. Uh, Mark Worrell from London. Is there a soul in there? Is there yeah. a soul in there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, the costume looks great. There's footage online of. Then you have to the the the, the footage walking <laughs> around. Um, incredible. Yeah, it is it perfect. Great. I mean, people people were talking uh, about what the Iron Man suit should look like. They were talking on the forums. And I was like, okay, it should look like this, this, and this. Yeah. A mixture of these three different suits. Nailed it. Done. You Without even have the chest plate. That, you know, you still have the heart monitoring yeah, chest plate definitely. from when you saw the yeah. first shot of Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man and the yeah. little welding. Thing. Yeah, his little like his little. I'm a huge man. Women, you please find me attractive now. Stuff, moment. Or do you just kind of want to be like, okay, uh, you guys are on the right path. I'm, I'm confident. Of, Let's cap it until the movie comes I'm out. I'm kind That's of getting burnt out. I'm really That's kind of getting burnt I, out on the comic book movie rumors, on the comic book movie like stuff in general. Last, just like, last episode, so we had Tony Rodriguez right on the show, and he was talking about how much. You know how it never used to be like this. You know, you used yeah. to just go and see the movie once it came out, and that's yeah. what and that we yeah, kind of miss. Do you agree? With, do you, I, I, I agree with him, agree. and I agree with I mean, me that I miss going to a movie, seeing a trailer, and then the trailer actually being exciting. Well, well my like, thing I is, I don't expect it. Look, so, you know what? I, I so what do I do when, I, when, when we run a geek news site? We're basically it's hard. Fucked. No, no, yeah, no, it, it <laughs> is. Basically you're fucked. fucked. You're fucked. Because here's the problem: <laughs> is don't go I, to Geekscape.net. It'll ruin the movie. I think like a lot of us. 
I don't overly look for spoilers, but right. I can't help myself to read them when they're right there. And and yeah. what's happened? I don't, now re- is, I don't it's read so reviews. Prevalent. I didn't read any of the Spidey three reviews. No, no, I, I, I went, in, I read I went in naked after. and virgin. Right. Yeah, yeah. Supple. You read the what? Supple. Keep going. No, I. What the fuck? All right, moving on. Go go for it, buddy. Talk about talk about your own personal show. No, no. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about you. Oh, okay. All right, we're on You know what? Let's do Frank Miller first. Frank Miller, and then we'll go talk about TV. Then sounds fucking good. So first, just really quick, Frank Miller's Ronin is being made into a movie. That's why I asked you about it. Awesome. So can I just say right now? But the director. Is I think what, what's his name? Sylvan. I don't know. You write like, chicken yeah, scratch. Sil- I do write chicken scratch, but I think it's called Sil- Sylvan White, and uh, he's the masterful director that's brought us close to nothing. And then I'll always know what you did last summer. You know what? I thought he was also the guy who did. Um, one is of he his... pretty in pink? No, I, I heard someone. Who was it? No, pretty in pink. John Hughes. What's John wrong Hughes. with you? <laughs> No, no, no. There was some. There was some guy that. Then it might be the writer that wrote. Dude, that. I mean, you're half a girl. How do you not know? <laughs> I'm half a girl. All right, but anyways, Ronan movie. How would you feel about it? What, what the funny thing is, I know why you're confused. It's probably because you have the biggest porn collection possible, and you got to confuse with <laughs> pretty and stink. <laughs> oh, All the titles of any movie are just swimming around. If Gilmore just grabs the fucking. He just grabs shit from all of them, but they, his movie-going knowledge. I just thought it was okay though. Yeah, well, that's pretty instinct. Uh, his his movie-going knowledge has just been destroyed by how much punny titled porn he's got. Those are the funnest to come up with, though. If you're just like at a movie theater and you're bored, you just like look at the screen and you just think of a bunch of porn titles. Have you never done that? You're bored in line. I'm alone so, in the uh, world. So, so th- this dude, um, I, I, I had actually heard that he directed one of these Stomp the Yard type movies. He or, did do Stomp the Yard. Is that what? It, is that Stomp his thing? the Yard? That's okay. his thing. Stomp the Yard, and I'll always know what you did last okay. summer. Okay, so that was now, his deal. Have you seen any? Uh, I know what you did last summer. I, saw, I, saw, the, I saw the first I saw one. The first I, the I saw the second one with her in the tanning booth. Okay. Oh, but I never saw any other ones after that. <laughs> what would a good porn pun be for? I, I know, know what you did last summer. I, I know idea. who you did last yeah, summer. Oh, oh so go, nice. go on, go on Geekscape.net. Go on to the forums and start a whole fucking thread on punny stuff. Punny no, porn no, we didn't. Things. No, yeah, we no, have you... not done this. Punny all right, think kids, of anything. So there, there we go. There we go. So punny Frank Miller's Ronin, guys. In F- all honesty, yeah. I'm telling you guys right now, I've never read it. You never read? I know what it's about. It's like a future. You never read Ronin? No. Well, fucking read Ronin. I will. You know, because I I will. I'll also get back to Battlestar Galactic one of these days. I did. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he got back to it. He he hasn't even finished the second season. How proud of me are you? Hold on. How proud of me are you? I watched the entire third season one day. That's good. Retarded. It was like for humanity. I'm not proud of you. I think you're a fucking loser. <laughs> but speaking for our audience, wait, wait, wait. thank you guys. I mean, they think you're happy. I know. Oh, I'm happy with you. That's not to be proud of. If I, no, but see, like, now like, I can't join the rest of us. Now I well, can yeah, watch it week to week. It's not that. No, yeah, it's like 40 minutes without commercials. Dude, oh, yeah, okay, so it's only 20 hours. No, it was Dude, like a good like 16 or something math? like that. I don't do math. Are you kidding? <laughs> Take a third away from 22. Wait, it's like 14. Since we're since we're talking about TV, hey John, earmuffs, earmuffs for a second. Uh, um, since we're talking about TV, who do you think that last Cylon is? Oh, fuck this. I'm not talking about uh, He's that. doing earmuffs. I, oh, he's doing earmuffs? Okay, mm. look. Okay, no, really quiet, is, really quietly into the mic. No, no, you know, we don't need to do it now. We'll catch okay. him up. And we'll one, word, one, word, one word, one word, one word. Oh, fuck. One word. 
No, Rosalind. he's gonna he's gonna want Rosalind. No, 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 I'm not doing it. Rosalind. I'm not doing it. Rosalind. I'm not doing it. Okay. Are we done? <laughs> We're done. And you're wrong. Um. Anyway. <laughs> and also in TV news, uh, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Which which is your show? Which is I my mean, show. It was named after you. It was named right. after me. And because you are I a have girl. not gotten. Sh- I remember when Gilmore's this show, girls. once again dating me. Once again aging me. Yeah, no one's dating you. Um. <laughs> thank you very much. Um. <laughs> When um, I love how much abuse I did. I just love it. Eat it up like a sponge. God, no one's surprised. God started it. God. <laughs> that was too good. I can't. Do- Anyways, the first time I saw that was we got free planners in middle in my middle school in eighth grade. Holy shit! That's how young I am. But we saw, and I remember seeing on the top they had the little W. The, it was they were sponsored by the WB, and the WB had wow. little had little things. And, and you one liked of them the was, frog, didn't and no, you? and one of them was and one of it them was, was the frog, one of them it? was He's Gilmore like, oh, Girls from the network that brought you brothers from outer space. Right. Oh my god, <laughs> Michigan J. Frog brothers said it's good. Space. It has my name. Thank I have to watch much. it. Um, but also, I saw Home Gilmore Girls. I saw Gilmore Girls, and I'm like, I'm like Gilmore Girls. This is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. I hope this show gets canceled immediately, and it's actually had a good run. And now well, you've seen every episode. I've seen every episode. I'm I'm a TV junkie. I watch. All I kinds can't of stand stuff. the way those bitches talk. I can't stand. It's so the main, I can't stand the main mom. She's such a bitch. You know, I I like them as actors. I just don't like the dialogue. It, 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 I don't it like the mom. Me. I don't like the mom as an actor. It drives me crazy. She's ter- Like I was on Lauren Gilmore Grant, Girls you know, as like- I was on Gilmore Girls as an as an extra once. Oh wow! I got made fun of. Three times on the way inside, like because you have to show them your ID when you're going onto the lot. They're like, Brian Gilmore. Oh, oh, here. What are you here for? Oh, really? Funny. And even the PA is like, like Brian Gilmore. Oh, look, we have our own little Gilmore girl here. The PA (laughs) who was signing people up when I went on Gilmore. I want that PA. If that PA is out there, come on the show. That makes a lot of sense. I'll start up a boxing match. It was so ridiculous. Um, a- anyway, but anyways, line, the show was full of great good. She got someone kicked reference. off the. Sh- she got someone kicked off the show for being at the craft service table at the same time she was. All right, so she's a bitch, but she's Total hot. Bitch. No, yeah, she's hot. She's one of those like I want to hate fucker type girls. Yeah, I just want to fuck her. <laughs> okay, I think Gilmore. Like between you and I, I think hate fucking is called rape. Thank you, thank you. Like no, but like the Bush twins. This is what makes this is what makes you creepy. Dude, you take something that everybody understands is unacceptable socially. Right. Do we do we, do we really have to psychoanalyze him? Aren't are there other things we can Dude, do? Dude, if you talk to John outside the show, he's a million times worse. Get a clue. You wish. It's called rocking the donk and right. bonking. <laughs> we'll all beat the you shit at Gilmore afterwards. You love anyway. the show. You love the show. No, the show was really well written. It was really good pop culture reference for a while. Okay. Um, it, it lost something when the Paladinos left. But, you know, incidentally, the show wasn't canceled. They couldn't cut a deal because, you know, the actresses wanted a ton of money. And it actually really sucks what they did. They let everyone think the whole crew thought they were coming back. They were going to do a shortened season of 13 episodes. Mm -hmm. And then last minute, the show had wrapped. Everyone thought it was a done deal. And suddenly, oh, no, we offered them a lot of money, but nah, they're not going to do it. And people are just devastated. But, you know... Their last names on the show are Gilmore, and we know that Gilmore means they're fucking putzes. Right. So what are you gonna do? Thank you. So, um, He's digging in there, isn't he? So Ian, let's we talk have about, to make uh, out after let's this. Let's talk about the, that Days of Future Past episode from two weeks ago Heroes. of Heroes. It wasn't. It was this past week. All right. Well, 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 I'm gonna do I, earmuffs for this. I'll be right this back. This is gonna be. This is gonna be after. Oh, Monday's episode. Right. It's not gonna come. All right. Heroes. It was it, it, as of the t- the airing of this. It was two weeks ago. The, the days of future past episode of Heroes. We're yes. going by Ben Dunn because you Hello. watched this. Absolutely. That episode 
kicked ass and might lead to a lawsuit. <laughs> Can well, I just okay. say that? First of all, it's been, it's, been, it's been said. Yeah, it, it's, it's pu- the ideas of that are a public domain. The, right, the certain right. laws to Chris Claremont and those who pass. I'm going yeah, right. to say, now, I love heroes so much. I have to say that I still have some criticisms. What would they be? Well, they would be, and they are. That, okay, so we have this notion of here's future hero. And he goes back to the past. He goes back to, a, you know, in his present day reality, Claire was killed by Siler. So when he first steps in, he points Peter Petrelli in the direction of go save Claire. Everyone knows, save the cheerleader, right. save that the world. That was what he did on the subway car. Right, so right. he did that, so that happened. And the idea is that it in his present, in what was his present... Sila had the regenerative abilities. So now he does that, and we're now in his fu- in his present, in the future, when he comes back from that. Nothing has changed. And yet, apparently we're dealing with a future in which Claire did live, so apparently since he's out of the time stream, it didn't affect him. But everything else is the same. Well, already this isn't making sense. We see Peter Petrelli with a scar, which we know he shouldn't have if he had Claire's abilities. Makes sense he'd have a scar... And that future hero remembers him with a scar because Claire had died. They had never met. Whoa, you're but, fucking my mind right now. No, that's exactly. I but, agree. But I'm with I you. Agree. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm straining, but I'm uh, 100% And then you have the whole you. thing with um, uh, the, the Indian guy. Um, Suresh. 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 He was like, oh, I remember that there was. Uh, that Peter mentioned that some guy told him to save the cheerleader, save the world on well, right. the subway. Be- because, like, how, how do you remember? Be- because because the, all reality changed because she did leave, she did live, and the idea here is that I think the idea is that because then present hero came forward and didn't go back, so all the things he would have done or will do going back haven't happened because he's now outside of the time right. stream. Okay. Okay. So Clara lived. Suresh will remember that, but. Peter Petrelli shouldn't have the scar, I would think. Yeah. Okay? It's never really been clear. Does Sila have some regenerative abilities? He did get shot, you know, by uh, Mr. Bennett, mm-hmm. you know, in the house. So that's not right. really clear that if you go and read the interactive novel, they reference that. Yeah, okay? he, he goes all online and reads the interactive novel. Well, yeah, I, I have, I have as well, but I haven't seen, I haven't read lately. Oh, it, 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 it's good Night stuff. It's good stuff. Oh, we're, we're, we're getting our asses kicked. Yeah. So... So that being said, I thought the episode kicked ass. The episode kicked ass. It's a lot of fun. It's great. I don't think we're going to see that future again because it, it no longer has relevance. Obviously, the big deal, what everyone really needs to understand is save the chili to save the world. It's not true because Future Hero was proceeding from right. a wrong premise. That little string theory he had about cutting the string is all right. presupposed that Silas one blows up, and he's not. But so excited for the other episodes. So, buddy, I mean, the show is wonderful. It's this just, has basically been a 100% Spider-Man 3 episode. Pretty much. Let, we're not going to get to video games. We're not going to get to video games. We're, we're barely going to get to comics. Let's, let's, so let's talk about what we're not going to get to. All I know is I've been right. doing Viva Pinata like crazy. But I, I, I kind of want to do, um, since it's a Spider-Man week, right. um, Just we're all huge Spidey fans. This is why we're here. This let's is why we're discussing Spidey 3. What are your favorite Spider-Man stories? Not the best ones ever, just ones that have spoken to you. They don't have to be like these ridiculously great ones. It's just, what do you like? Why don't you start it off? Okay, I, I guess I'll start us off. It's a toss-up <laughs> for me. He had it prepared. It's a, well, yeah, no, I mean, I didn't well, have it prepared. No, I've just been thinking. I've talked about this with someone. I forgot who it was. I think it was either a thread on the geekscape.net slash forums, or I talked about it with Ben. 
And I'm waiting um, for say the Clone Saga. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, either Craven's the Last other. Hunt, right? Okay. Or um, actually Spider-Man Blue by Jeff Loeb. Really? And uh, yeah, Spider-Man Blue. I actually not that it's bad. The no, 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 it's, it's bad. Really, it's it's really good. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like a it's it's not like you know it's a classic just, no, Spider-Man it, story. It, it but it made me. It but it made me cry. It really made yeah. me cry. Yeah, right and then. if I can tell you, it made you blue. It made me blue. If you, if I could, I mean, he does, you know, all that type of stuff, like Daredevil, Yellow, Hulk, Gray, where he's going back and yeah, people it, that have lost someone. It's the Jeff Lowe Tim Sale team, right? Yes. Definitely. Um, but I loved Spider-Man Blue, and I think everyone should pick up Spider-Man Blue because oh, it's, great. it's amazing. It's great. Um, no pun intended, because I really do think that I mean, it really spoke to me because it's Spider-Man looking back on his relationship with Gwen Stacy. It's on the, it's I think on their anniversary or on the anniversary of, of her, her death. death. And it starts out. And on the bridge. it starts out, and on and Manhattan it's bridge. and it's him speaking in an attic Brooklyn into bridge. a tape recorder right. as if he's so talk, as if he's talking to Gwen. Oh, the Manhattan Bridge was in the movie when right that was right. in the first film. Film right. Bridge. Um, and um, so he's talking into a tape recorder, basically going through their entire relationship. Kind of creepy, and it well, no, he's he misses someone, and he's creepy, gone through, yeah. and he's gone through death, and as you know, Jeff Loeb lost his son, right, and so he him writing about death, I think, is more poignant than almost anyone uh, in comics right now writing about death the way well, he yeah, does. But, it's but, great, but hold on, Sam and so hadn't passed when he and did so that. and yeah, so his son hadn't died when he wrote that. Too. Okay, but nonetheless, his son may have he's been sick. he's uh, he's no, fallen. which Loeb is writing right now is is knowing about loss from Sam's death, right? And apparently, he had a great grasp on it from the beginning because. Basically, he's going through this story where uh, Gwen Stacy is—he—he uh, was she was Peter she was Peter's first love. She was Peter's like imagine there that hot girl in high school who you always kind of wanted and always kind of like you know you were complete. I was you know I was kind of a dork. And, no, 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 and, you <laughs> and I'm sure a bunch of you guys could relate. But imagine that girl actually going for you. Imagine everything going well for you. Then getting those and, spider powers, and then, and then you, you being completely her. fine. Right. And then all you of a sudden, you know that Gwen Stacy and Peter and all, were in college, then, right? And then all of a sudden, no, he doesn't. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, she dies, and it's your fault. And then you lose that. Credit. And it's just something that it's just like it's something that we've always wanted, and he loses right. it. All right, Tate Peter. Um, let's move on to Ian. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of that, for me, Amazing Spider-Man 121 and 122 has always resonated. When I was a kid, you know, a little bit before Gilmore was born, um, you know, comics used to do something where they would reference certain issues. And even when you didn't have right. it, and I have to say, right. I, I've gone back, I bought them, but you always knew Amazing Spider-Man 121 and 122. Yeah, I have, I have the those. death of Gwen yeah. Stacy. 122 was the death of the Green Goblin afterwards. I mean, those those stories are so powerful. They're, they're so definitive. It's it's things can't go right. The truth is, if you look back at all those early Goblin stories, they're all great. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man 39 and 40, when the Goblin first discovers who Peter is, and he has him tied up, and it's, it's that, that amazing cover where, where he's Peter's wrapped in a chair up and wrapped up, right, in the costume, yeah. That was I mean, great. That, that, he's that stuff is flown around. Yeah, it, that, that's so, so awesome. It, well, for, for my favorites, in all honesty, Ian... It, <clears throat> They're not so much the, the written stories, just the images. And my favorite image is the one where Peter's getting crushed under the weight, and he has to get out in order to save Aunt May. Yeah, I think that's right. Amazing Spider-Man 32 or 33. And it's just... Fighting the master plan who ended up being Doc Octopus. Perfect Yeah, that, that story is just... That, and of course the one that they replicated in Spider-Man 2 where he throws the, the Spider-Man suit in the trash. The, Spider-Man No More from issue 50. Those two, those two images for me are... The Spidey images that the, they're the epitome of what the character is about, totally. the epitome of what we feel every day. With Absolutely. the, way, I mean, life is hard. Life uh, responsibility is hard. Definitely. Growing up is hard, but you push through it, 
in the hope that you're making it a better world. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what this character is about. That's what this episode is about because our audience has pushed through it in the hope that our following episode will be better, in, <laughs> <laughs> which will be from New York City, the home of Spider-Man. And uh, that'll be next episode. And, um, yeah, th- the images are my favorite. You know, I always love seeing Spidey up against a giant uh, opponent, you know, chasing the juggernaut through Manhattan. Another great story. Oh, you know, yep. which is just one of those what the fuck Spidey versus Juggernaut? Sure, okay, that's what I love about mo- that's what I love about comics. Somebody versus somebody, you know, and, huh. it, and in the and in the doing, you learn a little bit more about you and your world. And well, there. it's the idea that Spider-Man fights against impossible odds and he wins. And and that right. again, part of the problem with the movie is he should be getting his ass kicked and he wins anyway, right. not because someone comes and saves him. Because so, that doesn't happen. There's that. Um, this has been episode 21, our, our huge Spider-Man 3 episode. We'll see you guys next week in uh, New York. Thank you, Ian, for coming on the show. Thank you, Gilmore, for, for continuing to be an asshole. Thank you, uh, buddy. To the amusement of others. If you're not amused, let us know on Geekscape.net and Geekscape.net <laughs> forums. Start promoting. Should Gilmore be banned from the show or at least have a moratorium? <laughs> let us know, and we will hold to it. Like that, that would Holocaust, be a great like poll. that Holocaust guy. That's right. It, well, then I'm going to have him vote yeah. in like the death of Robin. Yeah. Should we kill you off or not? Oh, so we have another cranked out. We do have a hotline. He might be me. too young to here's, know here's about the that. Hotline. Here's the hotline. Here's the hotline. Call up and leave us a message. That's great. That's one good thing about you. See you guys next week. I love you, John. Fuck you. Piece of shit. Are we still on?